Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 22 of Wrestlers with Experience. If you've been following our show, iTunes took down one of our episodes that we just came to the attention of. It happens to the best of us. But we're going to keep on moving and make sure episode 20 gets put back up. That was our Fuck Roman Reigns show. As a lot of our content can be sometimes. I'm Dietrich Davis. And I am Mark Morell. Now... Mark, we've put in 20 strong episodes, 21 strong episodes. This yes, is episode sir. 22. Right. Um, we got we got our first real strike, like the other show I have, caught its first real strike in the beginning. Right. It happens to the best of us. I'm pissed off and proud at the same time. Oh, well, you know, what can we say? It's, pe- it's the podcast world, right? It's the podcast world, but people got to protect their, their copyrights and their what you call it. I get it. Right. I'm not mad at it. So, let's go have a general conversation about wrestling today. Let's do it, man. We got a lot to talk about. And, yeah, uh, it's a slow wrestling week, but it's. I'm a little bit worried because, one, SummerSlam is coming, and there's no clear projection on what's happening in the business of professional wrestling right now right. when it comes to SummerSlam. SummerSlam already looks like a low-key bust. Well, yeah, with the exception of um, a few batches that's going to take place or can potentially take place, mm-hmm. it's going to be where it's going to be. Yeah. I'm, o- I'm only excited for, like, really one match. And what match is that? That's uh, Samoa Joe challenging AJ Styles for the world championship. Yeah, they kind of they kind of set the tone for SummerSlam. I feel as if – I feel like these two guys have wrestled each other uh, about 50 times before in TNA, mm-hmm. so they're not going to struggle to perform at all. No questions asked. These dudes are gonna. Um, I think they're so seasoned enough that they're going to go up tear in the, there and, and, tear, the and tear the house down. The only way I can see that match stinking is if they just don't care about being in the ring with each other. Right. Um, and I don't think that um, two quality performers like Joe and AJ are just gonna give a shit match, you know, to the you know to the Brooklyn crowd because everyone's gonna know sitting in those seats if it's gonna be bullshit. They're going to let him know. Right. So the funny part about this whole thing is um, that kind of came out of nowhere, but it worked out perfect. It's a short booking. It's, it's like, why why wasn't that being prepped for SummerSlam two months ago? It's, it's just got prepped out of left field. They set the tone. We get it. We're going to get the match. But this SummerSlam, we're going into this pay-per-view with no real booking. And I know this year at WrestleMania, they, they, the booking was like within one month. Right. But... I believe shouldn't they go back to at least to three four month short ter- uh, term booking not short term but three month or four month term booking going into SummerSlam and a WrestleMania like well how do you feel about that? Well, I feel that um, whatever the booking process may be for this for for shows like this, you got to put in a lot of emphasis on what you're going to give the people. I mean, looking at uh, this whole setup with um, AJ and Samoa Joe. Um, like you said, I you know it did come out of left field, but at the end of the day, it's um they got to do something that's gonna keep bringing asses into the seats. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and if the Barclays Center is gonna put on these events, well, WWE is gonna put on these events like that. You got to make sure the booking is strong. It can't be lackluster. Now, I'm not saying AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe is lack lackluster. What I'm saying is is that the is why are you just giving this to me? in the middle of a week, two and a half weeks away from the show. 
Well, I you guess, get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's guess, not fair to the fans. That's It's kind of insulting. Though the match is going to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That's the real main event. But you could have built up to that, you know what I'm saying, to him taunting AJ, or you could have did that choke out three weeks ago right. and still build up to it, you know? Well, look at the way that they did it. It was also a way to, one, to finalize what they were doing with James Ellsworth. Is he fired from the company again? No, he was just working on a night per night basis. Yeah, I get that, but have they f- officially been done with him? Uh, no, he's not like really, really done. But it's just right. that they, you know, they, I guess their per diem was done. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess you could say so though. Yeah, the because even even if you're working night by night in a company and they say you're fired, you know, we no longer need you. But is because to me, he served no more purpose this time around. Um, he was a little bit insulting this time around. Carmella is not a great talent. She's a great talent, but she's not. She's reached her ceiling of capacity. There is no groundbreaking she mo- was never, moments with her. To me, in my opinion, she was never champion material. Right. You know, she's just old, she's a transitional champion, transitional mm-hmm. champion, holding a spot for Charlotte. You know what's funny? Given time, I feel as if I don't even want to put her in the transitional character uh, category because they really went with her. And the whole Carmella celebrations, the whole this, the whole that, bringing back James Ellsworth, doing the Shark Tank gimmick and doing this. They really, really went with her. And I think they realized, like, this is it. Because she's not groundbreaking. She needs competition. And I mean. But if she's she's not a great wrestler, she can hold a match. But mm-hmm. she's not a talented. She's not a Charlotte. She's not an Oscar. You, if you can't have a good match with Oscar, then. I have to question you. If you can't have a good match with the least most talented person on the roster, and that would probably be um, Lana, mm-hmm. then that says a lot. I think Becky Lynch is the least most talented. Hmm. And I'm not saying that Becky Lynch is not talented. I think Becky Lynch was a gimmick. She was a transitional champion. Well, ironically... When she I- got the title, it was definitely transitional scenario I, I i believe now that she will probably be the only viable challenger for that title right about now on the smackdown brand so i can see her i can see becky challenging um carmella for the title at SummerSlam. also another thing i can i can potentially see mm-hmm. is them is them doing finally this one-on-one match between daniel bryan and the miz it, I don't know what to think about that because that should have been this year's WrestleMania match. And no disrespect, Daniel Bryan said it himself. Can you? He, he don't even trust WWE to get that match to next year's WrestleMania to make that the main event. If so, they should only be fighting over the world title because Daniel Bryan doesn't have the momentum he had three years ago. Right. Um, I would I think-, think over the world title, it would be a great. It, the feud will be reignited. I would think true, true. I agree with you with that. But I also think Daniel's first match should have been him in the Miz. That's what I'm saying. Return should, at SummerSlam. It, it right. should have it should have his first match should have just been him in the Miz. Just and just let them go throughout the whole year with all sorts of um all sorts of matches. Until and if they can do it that way, take it to WrestleMania with them having their final blow off. Right. But like he said, you can't even trust them to do that. So that and that's a sad thing that a, a, a wrestler who's in the company is on a radio show saying, and I should have prepped and had the cue that audio clip queued up. 
where he's saying himself, hey, I don't even trust the company. He goes, do you trust WWE to get it that far? Which basically is him saying nah. he doesn't trust it. And The Miz, the Miz is going to always have a career in any form of media he goes after. Right. It's just the way it is. I, you got to, whether people like it or not, you don't have to respect it, but you do, you do have to acknowledge that The Miz is going to be taken care of for the rest of his life. Absolutely. And it's so sad that they're wasting a great main event. I don't think they should let that happen. Um, I'm not feeling... I'm not feeling the card so far. It's not completely packed out, and we should have the card. We should already know the whole card two weeks before SummerSlam started. Mm-hmm. That's the way it used to be back in the day. Yeah. But um, I'm not looking forward to Roman versus Brock. I think Brock is going to retain. I think Vince it made it very clear that he wants straight up and down Brock to walk into the UFC with that UFC championship. And I also think that he wants, um, I think Dana White needs something big too. Because right now, what's keeping WWE's audience is the is the remaining audience, is the back end of the UFC audience. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? I've, I've been stating to myself and a couple of the folks I've had offline conversations with, mm-hmm. if they were to do this match the way that they have it set. The probability will be this. If they see that Roman does not win this title, mm-hmm. finally, right? He does not win. Got to take him completely out the title. Picture. Remove him. Gone. We talked about that last yeah, time. Just, just, just put him at the back of the line. Have him do something else. Mm-hmm. Don't even go after the Universal Championship. Just, uh, you know, go play tiddlywinks or something or, you know, focus on your... um. Well, it's time to other things. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something. I think Roman can be a moneymaker in the company if they would repackage him. That's really, and we talked about that last week that Roman needs a repackage, and we talked about wrestlers being selfish and Roman being selfish. But Roman is, if anyone else, is in a desperate need of a repacking. He needs six months off of television. Mm -hmm. He needs to come out, like I said before, he needs to come out the way he looked in NXT. The whole black suit thing is corny. All of it doesn't work no more. All of those things can make a difference, but I just personally think that Roman just needs to go to the back of the line. There are other challenges for the Universal title that I think is warrant uh, um, a shot at the title. And and it's a shitty effect that's happening on Bobby Lashley because here he is saying, I have all the credentials to beat Brock, but you don't. And it it looks like you was going in that, that direction and you don't put him in the ring with Brock. But he's saying, I have all the credentials to beat Brock. And I think that's unfair. And it has nothing to do with him being black. I think it has to do with WWE not trusting Bobby Lashley to hold the show down. Well, I would say then, why would they also then give Braun Strowman all these opportunities as well? That's another thing. And you're not going nowhere with Braun. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think when Braun gets the title, his momentum is going to immediately drop. And then that's also saying the same thing about Finn. We also talked about, like, Finn not getting a crack at that title. You know, the only other person, like, and you mentioned it, the only other person that looks like they have an, a real damn good shot at getting out, getting an opportunity at that title is Drew McIntyre. Right, and then you you had him cut a promo about Phase 2 Universal title, and you moved him out the way. 
Then immediately, like you, you got these guys saying these statements for the fans to mm-hmm. hold on to, and then you're moving them right out the way as soon as shit doesn't go a certain way. Then of course there's Kevin Owens, right? Who, you know who has been in booking obscurity forever, booking hell from from the time that he dropped the belt to Goldberg, right? Ever right. since, I blame a lot. I don't blame a lot of this on Goldberg because it's not Goldberg's fault. Right. I mean, it was just, but it's shit just booking. Went That's south. what it was. Yeah, the booking went south after Brock retained the title. Yeah. And if you're going to pay Brock the 650K, pay him the, I mean, 750K or 650K, pay him the 700, mm-hmm. get him in the ring, and let him wrestle once a month. Pay him the 175 to show up on Raw. He hasn't even showed up on Raw. Exactly. And we're not, and, and, I don't think people even care if he wins or loses. I think Vince doesn't realize that he's going to get in front of that New York audience. And stink up the joint. And he's going to stink up the joint. And Brock is not going to give a fuck because he knows he's getting ready for the UFC mm-hmm. fight. And he's getting another big payday on that side, another 4 or $5 million. Easy. Excuse me. And paydays and shit like that. So that's it's. I don't give a fuck about the Universal title no more. It's not something that concerns me. It should be on the show. It shouldn't be on the show. I we know. I I can say I hope. I don't believe in hope because hope leaves you hoping. Mm-hmm. But we know Roman's going to close out the show, and Braun Strowman is running around with this briefcase. It doesn't look like he's cashing in. I think they gave him the briefcase simply because they didn't know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. But you could have left that fucking Greatest World Rumble Championship on his shoulder. And let him walk around and defend that once a year, and you would have given him some type of fucking value. Right, Braun has won the tag team championship with a child, with a with a kid, and still got over. Braun has won the greatest Royal Rumble, got over, got over, had the green belt, had the trophy, broke the trophy, but got him in a horrible feud. You had him pushing cars over on Roman. You had him doing this type of stuff, which was getting him over. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to think, what if? The fact that he was doing it to Roman was getting him over, but what he's doing to Kevin Owens is not getting him over. I believe that it's just. I think like, people it's hate for Roman. I, I they, they're killing. I think they're killing both Braun and Kevin Owens in in this thing. Right. Another another person. Uh, I hate to bring him up again, uh, Baron Corbin. I don't think uh, you know what it is. He's not going nowhere because obviously they found a fixture for him. I think we need leave him where he's at. Let him work the mic. We don't need him in matches anymore. Well, the only thing, the only, he's going to be in a match, and it's going to be against Finn Balor at SummerSlam. No more uh, Finn Balor belongs on SmackDown. Because that's where their talent is. I w- you know, I would love to see AJ Styles versus Finn Balor for the WWE Championship at SummerSlam. That could have been another possibility of matches. Um, Him versus Samoa Joe, that could have been another possibility. Well, we've seen that on Raw, but we haven't seen it as a pay-per-view. Right. Excuse me, fight for your, I'm still, my body is now officially waking up. Fight for your right type of scenario. And of course, maybe the, uh, also him and Shinsuke Nakamura. Right, and and I'm going to get into Nakamura in a minute because um, I'll talk about that in a minute. But in reality, you have all these dudes that are talented. Number one, Finn never even got his rematch for the United, the and, Undisputed Champion. You could have did that at Great Balls of Fire. That's the whole argument. The argument is that, you create a championship. You put the title on the guy in a match against Seth Rollins, right? Mm-hmm. He wins the championship, but he's injured. He had to relinquish the belt. We all understand that. You put the title on Kevin, 
We understand that. You on put Goldberg. the title on Goldberg. We understand that. You put the championship on Brock. We understand that. But you have two champions so far who've yet to get an opportunity at that title in proper rematches. I understand that, you know, in the old days, mm-hmm. yeah, the ex-champion would get a rematch. Right. No matter what. I mean, fuck, Luthez did it. He had gotten rematches I mean, for it's, titles it's been done, over championships it's that he's lost or whatever. It's been done in every wrestling right. fed all over the world, whether WCW, Raw, or the Indies. It's been done everywhere. But here, in this era, it's like, okay, you're just a flat... You, you, you're showing and treating these guys like like a flash in a pan. Mm-hmm. A quiet little novelty act. Oh, we put the title on Finn Balor. Oh, he gave it up. Next. Oh, we put the title on Kevin Owens. He had a nice run, him and Jericho. Okay, next. Oh, the nostalgia act. Goldberg, he won the title. Oh, great. He drops it to um to um Brock. All right. And Brock sitting gets on the, his rematch. Yeah, Brock's sitting on top of the mountain. That's great. He's sitting on top of the mountain right now. And like you said, he's looking to bring in Bring that with him when he wins or potentially could win the UFC championship, being the first unified world heavyweight champion between two sports and, um, you know, in these different levels. Mm-hmm. But you still have. Other than Dan Severn. You know, other than Dan, because Dan Severn is the first. He brought the UFC title over to WWE. WWE. When, and, and, of course, he also had the NWA title as well. Right. But. And Jarrett did the NWA thing. Exactly. So now you still have this dynamic of. What do you do next? What's gonna What's gonna happen from there? It's It's it, you know it's it's not redesigning the will. It's simply booking is is putting intelligence back in the booking because you assume that the fans don't remember and all that we're telling you is that we remember exactly. And WWE, the, I'm not gonna say W the number one WWE is too big for their own good. Um, they you have billions of dollars and. With those billions of dollars, if you got to pay Brock a couple million to have him, him on your money. show, give him the money. You agreed to that agreement, give him the money. Yeah. Um, let him show up. Even if he's just in ring, let him wreck some people, walk away. The point I'm trying to make is when you go into that format of what you said with um, Nakamura and his whole, not Nakamura, um, people not getting their rematch. Um, It's kind of crazy. If you're not going to give the, you, you could have, ran through Brock could have ran through one person a month you could have easily gave him say you could have easily built up last year's SummerSlam around him and Finn Balor even if you knew you was going to take the title off of him let Finn go get those wins let Finn get that loss exactly put the loss on the belt so we can move it away Put the uh let, let uh put the loss on. He could have fought Kevin Owens, this that, and the other. You had him wrestle Braun Strowman twice. Build the contenders just like that. Right. So Build this the- is another thing. I want to, and, and I don't mean to spin the story back onto Roman, but you know, Brock is there so very little that um technically we're still getting the three four match booking style of WWE only spaced out over the course of a year and a half. Mm. So think about it. When Austin f- uh, came out of Mania, Michaels was injured. So he had to fight Mick Foley two times in a row, and then they said it's getting a little bit stale. Let's move uh, Kane into the else, mix, right. and it's that and the other. So they never got the blow off in the cage, which the blow off in the cage turned out to be Mick Foley and Taker, which would have been Undertaker and S- Steve, right. as has been presented to us from um, 
something the rest of two podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, which that's a great episode. They talked about everything going down behind King of the Ring. Right now, I understand why Jim Ross said across the board on all levels that show was just a different show. But anyway, um, he fights Roman at WrestleMania. Doesn't show up to re- another WrestleMania. Fights Roman at gr- the Greatest Royal Rumble. Then fights Roman at SummerSlam. This is that three-match blow-off system, mm-hmm. and we're still getting it. The only difference is it's not in the cage, and it's not like it's 88 in a Togan. Right. So what happens when Roman doesn't win? Because for me, I don't feel he's going to win. I think WWE, Paul Heyman told us exactly the story that they want us to know, and I think they try to put it in an unconscious subliminally. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Roman doesn't win, right? The fans boo him out the building. They which cheer is, him out the building. Well, boo they, him. When I mean boo, yeah, it's going to be they, a cheer yeah, for they, Brock. They cheer, boo, it, yeah. It's New York. So they, they do that you know, in spite, in spite of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Roman will then pitch a bitch because he has to go to the back of the line. Mm-hmm. May have to put Lashley over again. Complains about putting Lashley over again, and then he automatically gets back into another title match against Brock Lesnar again. Yeah, of course. I, let me tell you something. I got a funny feeling we might see Roman versus Brock at this year's WrestleMania. Man, listen. Next year's WrestleMania. I don't want to see that shit. I really yeah, don't. And, and, unless he's repackaged, I don't want to see Roman Reigns wrestling for any title in any capacity. I think that he needs to just, like I said, just go to the fucking back of the line and just No, hang keep out him there. at the front of the line. Just repackage. You got to remember, Roman, whether we like it or not, the man does sell merch. The man, That's not a back of the he, line listen, scenario. Yes, he sells the merch, but come on, man. Like, It's like if you see the same shit over and over and over and over again, people are going to just... Get fucking tired, right? You know what I mean. I have, like I said, I have nothing against Roman. I just feel as if it's time. I I don't want to say it again. It's time for a repackage, just that and the other. But you're not building anyone else up around. Exactly. Like Kevin Owens is may never see that world title ever again. No, unless if he moves back to SmackDown. And and still, AJ Styles has put his his stink on that title. I think he may go to WrestleMania again with the title. He's I don't going, see Samoa it, Joe coming off. Coming it's going off on two years, correct? With AJ as the champion, almost. Yeah, two WrestleManias in a row, and I think that's also them bringing back long-term champions because at some point, at one point, within the last five years, those belts were going back and forth potato, so much right. that it wasn't even funny. Um, and it was sad in a way that you would turn on like, oh, he got the title now, and then come back two weeks later, he got the title now. Yeah. So we're not. I think that we everyone has the same complaint. It's time for them to restructure, restructure. Yeah, man. And you have yeah. the money, and people keep talking about the ratings is dropping, and I want people to hear me. I said that on the episode, ratings don't mean shit no more. No, it don't. It's not about ratings. It's about content. And once you understand that these that you're going to be paying eventually one day $6 for Fox a month, and then you're going to be getting your paper wrestling that way, and you're going to be paying $6 a month mm-hmm. for the USA Network or, or a Viacom Network separately. Right. This is how it's going to go. So yeah. people could talk about the ratings all they want. I don't even think WWE, the way they're going, they're telling you they don't give a fuck about the ratings. This is a content war. I still say that they also need a little bit of more heat up underneath their asses so that they can still churn and, out real good business. But yeah. Let's, let, but let's, let's jump over to- No, I want to- Hold on for a second. I, I wanted to sit on- I'm glad you said that. They don't care about heat. 
You got to think about it. In their eyes, they just got a billion dollars for giving you what they gave you. Think about it. They just got about $3 billion when you really sum up all the numbers from giving you shit with no heat. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about it. Motherfuckers paid for that. Now, yeah. is he dumping? Maybe he's dumping the numbers on purpose. Maybe he's giving us lackluster TV on purpose. Let's let's play on purpose to get out of and let's play devil's advocate to force the to force um the USA network to drop so Fox can get raw, so they can get another two billion dollars. Because I'll take my own property just to get the numbers. Well, you know something? It kind of reminds me of Black Tuesday when Vince uh brought the rights to Georgia Championship Wrestling. And when he brought the rights and he had the uh, the Turner Broadcast Station there, you know, they were expecting NWA-style wrestling formats. But Vince was like, nah, I'm going to put on pre-tape. And everything was pre-tape, and the ratings stunk. Right, but we got to remember he was putting it on in a sovereign yeah, network in a, in a where he region. didn't have no what you call it. Yeah, he didn't have a fan base down there. Right, so that's the reason why it stunk. You you got people, you just threw some shit on with a bunch of names they don't know, don't right. recognize, and maybe one name they seen on the chicken circuit. Okay, so they recognize Piper. They recognize Orndorff. They recognize Snooker. They recognize the Sheik. They recognize right, but um, still, it Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo because they all came from Georgia Championship Wrestling. Right, but but if the generation was changing and television was becoming the new forefront of professional wrestling and not word of mouth, you still got people who are taking in this product for the first time and maybe those wrestlers for the first time. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about purposely, corporate in corporations, people purposely damage the stock and drive the numbers low to get a big buyout later. So what if you're driving the numbers low on the USA Network on purpose? Because they're not complaining about SmackDown numbers. No. They're complaining about Raw. So as a person who's worked in the corporate America and understand that structure, and this is and this is people understanding the business of money. Now let's look at the business of money. Imagine on purpose driving your numbers down because you know Fox may got another three billion for you, and maybe possibly four billion for you, and a Monday night spot, and also it's a bargaining chip because Fox they can't guarantee that Monday night Monday night Raw will be on every Monday night. Mm-hmm. But if you can get that guarantee of every Monday night and those numbers, driving the numbers down is the only way to get them to give you what you want. I can see the possibility of and that. I think, and I think Vince wants completely out of the USA family because he's not going to get the marketing and promotion he's going to get with Fox. And if I'm a president of a company, I'm going to drive the motherfucking numbers down. I would drive those numbers into TNA, num- uh, Impact Wrestling wow, numbers. Impact. On purpose. You, wow. dr- you drive it because the stock is not the stock is going up, but the numbers are dropping. I think people need to understand what's happening, and they're not looking at it correctly. Well, that's the shift of the business, right? Yeah, that's the shift of the business. And also, um, it's not just the shift of the business. It's the shift of the money. Okay, yeah. The, the, money, sh- the money does talk. The money plays a big part in this. Yeah, right? and I, I agree. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that last night, and I said, this motherfucker might be driving it down, and corporations do it all the time they drive the numbers down on fucking purpose but um i want to talk about i want to shift over to the the all women's pay-per-view evolution all right let's talk about that um i think the name is wrong why do you say the name is wrong it should have been a hashtag type pay-per-view 
Okay. It should have been women. It should have been WMPPV, Women's Movement Pay Per View. Use a hashtag for the first time in history as a pay per view. Let it trend. Let it trail. Let it trend. No matter what, you can't spell that wrong when you put pound, which is hashtag for for the younger generation. You put the pound symbol, Women's Movement. PPV. Okay. If you do that and you would have hashtagged the whole pay-per-view, you would have got a different type of digital marking. But I'm a little upset with this pay-per-view. And they're taking the WrestleMania route, which I do not like. Because one, this pay-per-view is being talked about more than SummerSlam. Yeah. Already. And it's already overshadowing it and this, that, and the other. And everyone's speaking in favor of it. Great. Um, TNA was there first. TNA put the woman on the forefront. WWE just figured the formula out. Mm-hmm. TNA before in it before Impact was Impact it was TNA, and they were doing it there. Right. Those are the women who deserve the credit. That's true. But, but let's look. Let's look at the circumstances. Right from the way that this is structured, you're gonna have the two singles championship. Well, the well, hold three- on. Before you talk titles, I, I wanted to say something. This is what I wanted to get your your train of thought on, and a specific reason why a specific reason why I witnessed direction. I did say they're going the WrestleMania route with this. Mm-hmm. Instead of trusting the women on the show to do it, you've already ho- you're already making phone calls to women like Lita and Trish Stratus to As come back to up, be up there to be on the show when this has not. They had their time. They set their tones. They're the reason why women are there now. I don't think Lita or Lita, if anything, Lita and Trish Stratus should be on the commentary. But they should not be in that fucking ring because already you just took two spots away from them chicks. Wait, let's add more. Beth Phoenix potentially could be there. Hold on, did they see? Are you speculating or did they say it? I'm speculating. Okay, so you, you know, I'm so speculating. Make, let, let them let it be known that you're speculating. I'm speculating that Beth Phoenix is going to be there. I'm also speculating that they might be sending a filler out to Ivory and Jackie. I'm also um, um, speculating that they might send. Um, Something I know actually, this is a guarantee. I know this because I read it this week that they're inviting Caitlyn to come back to participate. Well, in Caitlyn this. is going to be a part of the May Young Classic. Okay, that's what they confirmed her for, and they didn't confirm her for the Evolution pay per view, but they did confirm her only for the May Young Classic. Mm, okay, and she's been getting ready for that for sure. All right, so you know you have all of that. You have the. The three title matches, the NXT title is going to be defended. The 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 SmackDown women's title, the Raw women's title is going to be defended. And then you're going to have, what what if you're going to have 50 women on a card, it's only fitting that they're going to do a 50-woman battle royal. I don't think they're going to do a 50-woman battle royal, but I think we'll get like a 20-woman a, a, a battle royal. But I don't think we're going to get 50 because... Stephanie McMahon did say there was a press conference meeting and something about her being asked about women's tag team titles. And she goes, we have not forgotten about that. That might come in the future. I wouldn't be shocked. And I think they want to end the main Young Classic at the... Yeah, they are going to do that. They're going to end the main Young Classic at Evolution. At, at, the, at Evolution. So you got that happening. I think they're going to have 10 matches, but I don't think they're going to be the 10 right matches. And the question is... Now it comes to the question is, can the woman hold down the show at that scale and are you going to hold them back? Well. Because I don't need Stephanie McMahon saying this is the first time happening. It's not. Bitch, you're late. You're about 10 years late. I mean, uh, WSU Mm -hmm. uh, wrestling, the women, have done iPay-Per-View. 
or even had just like I'm not sure if they did or not, mm. but they they've done their own. They've had like shows where they drew numbers of people to come and see them perform. Right. Um, Women of Honor just recently crowned their women's champion, the women's champion a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and um, they're doing pretty decent numbers. And of course, going back to Impact, Impact was the first to make women's wrestling in North America stand out. Mm-hmm. You know, in comparison to the whole diva thing. So now, they have to really do something that's going to really stand out besides the May Young battle, the May Young um, Well, and that's going to be one match culminating at that show, Most, uh, from what I understand. It's just going to be the last match will be decided on that show. Then there's a matter of the commentary. Who are they, they going to get to do the commentary? I say let the old bitches show up and do the commentary and along stop with, with the- Along with Renee Young? Yeah, I don't like Renee Young on commentary, but yeah, get Renee Young, get um, get get Renee Young, Lita and Trish Stratus. Keep those bitches out the ring. I can see Ivory doing doing um play by play on this too. I don't think she has the capability to do that. I think she's allowed. I think she's a great talent, but I don't think Ivory has the. I'm not gonna say she doesn't have the mind for wrestling because she came over from glow. two different types of wrestling. Not even just glow, just. A, a full performance style wrestling show and then moving over to because her last commentary duties if I'm not mistaken was Sunday Didn't Night the Heat WWE, right. yeah it was Sunday Night Heat and so that she was, was atrocious that. we're talking about 20 years ago atrocious well, well let's see what happens let's see what they right. can they can do what she might be able to do so just, but, but I, mm-hmm. sorry about that but overall I mean the name is lackluster but they also you fucking former they, group name, but yeah, because that's the that's the rib about it. Mm-hmm. No, actually, that is the joke. You know, when you hear the word evolution, and then they had the nerve to put all in behind it. Wow. <laughs> number one, number one, it was WWE's term first. Okay, I give him that. And CM Punk did use it as a marketing thing. All in, all in is not a new term, right? It just happened to have been used in the past right? by a few companies before. It's just being branded now with Cody in them. But every time I think of All In, I'm thinking about poker. And, and for me, every time I'm thinking All In, I think of when the Chicago Cubs was did a giant promotion. When I was in Chicago, they had that shit everywhere. Right. And they had the I-N dot, and you knew that meant for the All In scenario. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Um... I just feel I feel as if this could probably be the best pay-per-view of the year, but it leads me to believe I think they're just trying to look for ways to say that they're groundbreaking, mm-hmm. and I think it's not working anymore, and I think they're doing anything, and I think this, I'm not going to say it hurts the opportunity of a woman main event in WrestleMania. If it turns into the Ronda Rousey pay-per-view, then this is going to be the worst thing of all. Because look, what if they design this whole pay-per-view about promoting Ronda, Ronda Rousey? Oh, boy. That well, could be a possibility. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, it could be. You know, but um, we'll just have to wait and see. Now, well, the thing that I was going to say was, mm. although it's a, an atrocious name, it's a horrible name, it's a horrible title, they are doing it in New York from the Nassau Coliseum. I'm not mad at that. Um, I'm not mad at that. I don't think it would have matter what state it was going to be from. 
It's the booking issue. I don't give a fuck about the Nassau Coliseum. Who gives a fuck about a dirty arena um, that's in the back end of fucking Hempstead, Long Island, or for the Turnpike? What I want to know is, it could have been in Chicago, it could have been in Boston. Will they book this show correct is the issue. Well, we just got to wait and see, man. Because Nassau Coliseum is not an impressive place. You know, it's cool. It's nice. You know, the railroad is right there. They got a nice parking lot. I know the bar. <laughs> you know, they got a few bars in the area. Right. But what does this fucking do for, what does this change? I would have had it more into some place like San Francisco. A big metropolitan city. Big metropolitan city, big more... Uh, more of a of a city i wouldn't do it in an arena i would do it more in a civic center something that holds like ten thousand people Mm -hmm. to make it more intimate make it more stronger so when that crowd explodes they're exploding and And you you, can hear it you can well Well, you can hear it in nassau but you might get more love in a smaller place i think that if they if you're talking about civic centers they could have used jacob javits center no, because Jacob Javits is not built. It's all glass, and the sound is going to vibrate awkwardly. It's not a good oh, place for okay. event. I remember I'm, I'm in the Javits all the time for events and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Not the back place, but I'm talking about a small 10,000, 12,000 seated building. Like an armory? No, not an armory because all the armories are being used, even the one downtown Brooklyn. Right. But some place where they can just have that, and, and, it's, and it's, you know... It's a smaller, intimate space for the women to really shine, and the and and a female-generated audience, because you're gonna have fans who just want to buy tickets who's gonna be there. But I would try to target a female-generated audience, which is what I think. And San Francisco to do. is that state to do it. I think that's what they're looking to do. But of course, you know, uh, the male demographic is gonna be there to check out the show. Oh, cool! They're a wrestling fan, but San Francisco has a is. Uh, the gay capital of the United States. It has a lot of uh, a lot of women movement there. This, that, and the other. I would have chose that area because of the dynamic of the city. Okay, that would be. That's. Sense. I mean, that's just. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying that's my marketing. And I would have had discounted tickets if you was just a woman. Like, I think that's the one time they should have just got the building and gave away tickets to all the women who want to show up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, press that's, conferences, that's, that's, that's stuff a, that's like that. That's a good that. idea. And, I would, and you know what I would like to see WWE do? I would like to see them do... When, when, are, when are they going to do that press conference for the show? I don't think they ever are. It's just going to be just the way they're doing oh, it shit. on Raw. I, I would, would, I would I have would, treated I, it like a little WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, honestly, I would have them do a press conference, you know, talking about some of the matches, talking about... Um, uh, like the like yeah basically talking about press some of the matches. conference don't, don't work in New York America like that but, well, but it would have been a, but attempt. I, it would be cool and then have like some contract signings have the contract signings between the three title matches I think that would give you it some prestige you don't think WWE kind of burnt out contract signings well over I mean, the course of years I mean over bullshit contract signings yeah we you just know, did, work contract Ronda signings just I can did see that. one but what I'm saying is if this is this is a prestigious event. Mm. This is highlighting. Is it prestigious? We don't know yet. Well, okay. Well, we don't know if it's prestigious all right. yet. I'm, specul- I'm speculating that this is going to be a prestigious event. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they're, they're, they're trying to present themselves as groundbreaking and innovative, right? Right. You should have called it Women's Mania or some shit like that. So, what I'm saying is, if you have three title matches going on there, mm-hmm. right? On, on this card, you can do a legit contract signing between. All six women in those three title matches, right? 
where they say what they got to say about their opponent. They're in character. They do what they do. They sign the contract, take the little pitches, on to the next. Yeah. Organized and structured. I think that would work. And you know they don't, they really don't do autograph signings like that anymore. No, they're not and then, as and then much. not only that, they can mm-hmm. even they can even do a fan fest strictly for the women. And also, you know where they would do that? They'll probably create a category like that at WrestleMania, right? And of course, another thing too. This is this this pay per view. To be totally honest with you, this is the ease way of balancing out for the women. What they couldn't do for them when they did the greatest Royal Rumble. Let's I don't keep even think that. I think I'm gonna tell you, keep it real with you. I don't even think that. This cash in this. WWE ain't balancing shit out for no one's emotions. There's a cash grab in this. Think about it. We live in the height of the Me Too movement. We live in the height of the Midgal movement. Men go the other way. We live in the height of the pronoun movement. I identify me as my proper pronoun. This is a cash grab. I don't give a fuck what no one says. You put it in an awkward time in between Survivor Series and just before anything else. Right. It's a weird time. It's not too far off from when's the Susan B. Anthony. Uh, when that was another thing, too. That's always between um, October and November. Right. So to me, this is one of the largest fucking cash grabs in his in, in WWE history. Mm. I know you're looking at it like that and I get people looking at it like that. But everyone has to remember WWE ain't doing a feel good moment for your emotions. They're doing feel good moments for their pockets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to bash anybody's train but, of mean, thought, but think about it realistically first. It's a business, it's a company, it's a business first. Mhm. Yeah. And I think that's what people are forgetting when it comes to WWE that they how do we how do we create more money because the girls ain't gonna wrestle for free of course not and they gotta pay all that talent right they gotta pay the, fuck pay all the talent bitch they, you get they, your check every Tuesday well they gotta pay the non-contracted talent yeah and they gonna get their check on Tuesday with the rest of these motherfuckers so it, it, to me it, who gives a fuck and if you contracted you're contracted throughout that event mm-hmm. so who's the who who's what Trish Stratus gets a payday a one day payday ain't no different than Brock. Right. Ain't no different than um, Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. You get your you get your one day payday. You move on. I want the women's event to be good. I just felt <laughs> Evolution was the wrong name. You could have came up with even. I don't even think my name would have been the right name. I'm just saying there was a better way to approach this, and we need something more than just a 20 woman battle royal. We need something more than two old hags coming out to come perform. We need and 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 title belts changing hands. It might be time to introduce those tag belts on both sides. Come on, you got and they're, and they're involving over fifty women from NXT, which is NXT, NXT, NXT UK, the um the and yeah, the, just and the all, main roster, all and, the shows, and like and participants from the May Young Classic, and a couple only two, of, only two. All right, and then maybe who knows? You know, but you, you, you're combining all of these people. What the fuck? At least okay, introduce these tag belts then. Make it happen. Right. We're probably going to get the Bella Twins on the card who hasn't wrestled in fucking forever wrestling against the two other bitches from SmackDown because that's only logical. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get a good bunch of girls who should be moving the fuck out the way, back in the way, and what they do to the men all the time at WrestleMania is now happening to the woman. Wow. And it's happening on their own show because how many times can The Rock show back up at WrestleMania? What, to cut a promo? 
to wrestle. Hit a rock should, bottom and a people's what, elbow. Is he going to wrestle Brock Lesnar again? I mean, we never got that rematch but mm-hmm. you, for the world title. But what, he going to wrestle Brock? I don't even want to see Rock versus Brock. I want to see someone who I believe can beat that ass versus Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it should go. But did you hear about The Rock returning possibly at this year's WrestleMania? Yeah, I did hear about that. He's uh, He wants to um, fit that in. The question at hand is, who do you place The Rock It's in? only one person. It's Triple H. Yeah. And what? They're going to make that the mid-card show and go, yeah, we did it. Two old guys. And they're going to shake hands and walk off and go, we've been doing this for 20 years, blah, blah, blah. It's, fuck out of here. I don't even want to see Triple H performing at this year's WrestleMania. He better not even be near the building. I want him working the event from the parking lot. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. He better not show. I better not hear his music go off one time. But you know eventually it just might. But speaking of uh, speaking of The Rock, right, I kind of want to um, get a little uh, tongue and Samoan thing going on over here, if you don't mind. Um, I didn't want to address them yet. I didn't want to address them because I'm saving them all for... Everything I don't I I, I want to keep New Japan nice and fresh for all New Japan. I don't want it. But it's kind of it's kind. I know. But nah, it's kinda, I, I got it. I got to separate it. I uh, got. I have to follow the research. Okay. I okay. got to follow the research. That. But I will talk about something. Matt Riddle coming to WWE. Okay. Now let's talk about that guy. Um, he's a he's a former he's a former UFC um competitor. A failed and, one. Yeah. You know and. Uh, He's uh no keep going let me look up his numbers. No, he's 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 a he's a former UFC guy, and they uh he's like basically like the number one I would probably say like the number one independent wrestler outside of maybe Keith Lee and uh, Zack Saber Jr. Um, as far as like work wise, mm-hmm. he works barefoot, so he kind of reminds me of the Von Erichs. You know, got that little he crazy Tarzan, like got that little Tarzan look. He's called the King of Bro Style mm-hmm. or something like that. Um. He's had he, he hosted an event um where they had a um He's thirty two, that's not a, they had like a uh uh what do you call it? They, um a, a kumite earlier this year during WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. And on that card he wrestled uh Minoru Suzuki in a um in a kumite style match, death match, mm-hmm. no ropes around the ring. Yeah, I saw the, I saw that match. I didn't right like it that much, middle. but I did see the match. But it was it was something different. But however, uh, Matt uh, Matt Riddle got all the skills, man. And if he comes into WWE, it's gonna um make. I think it'll make some waves. I would like to see him go up against someone like Daniel Bryan. Definitely him and Daniel in a submission style matchup or whatever. No, just a good old fashioned. I don't need a gimmick with him. I like Matt Riddle. Um, he he's bigger than a gimmick. You just need to treat him exactly like what he is. Don't change his name. Mm-hmm. Don't do any of that. Present him the way he he is. He kind of puts me in a, a mind of um what you know what his demeanor and stuff. He kind of puts me in the mind of RVD. You know, I wouldn't say I I would say like just like the laid back chill um demeanor. I see that. I see like bits yeah, of RVD I see, and him. Like you know, that. it's funny. I don't see that. I do see more of but work wise the Von Eric relax that because the Von Eric Eric also had that cool. Smooth. I don't see. I don't see the pothead him. He's too on point to be right. The drug addict wrestler. Um, not saying RVD is a drug addict wrestler. Right. Um, but I mean, just like the, just like the, the personality. I can see. I see in um in Riddle, uh, a bit bits of RVD. I see that. Personally, you feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would say that's a bad assessment, but I get where you. I don't. I don't get where you're coming from, because when I see Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle is too fucking sharp. That's a sharp ass dude. Um, there's something different about him. I mean, and real he's, talk, he's unique. He's a unique wrestler, and that's that's the whole point about being in the professional wrestling business. You got to be unique. You Do gotta, you? I, I think you. I think you. I think most. I think because there is a format that does work. Yeah, that unique doesn't fit into. Brock well, is not unique. He's no different than what Vince has always loved, the big dude. Right. But then what makes Brock stand out against Oh, well never mind. I already answered my own question. Brock's an attraction. <laughs> right. Now, I don't think Matt Riddle is an attraction, but I think when he gets in that ring, he's going to perform, but how will the WWE dumb him down? That's what we have uh, to prepare for. Well, you know, that's where the uniqueness goes away because they're gonna they're gonna train him to be their wrestler not his wrestler well you know when i see for example i'll touch look at ray mysterio wcw versus ray mysterio wwe two well, different wrestlers well look at uh mystico right and sincara look at rvd T- nwa <laughs> yeah. i mean i mean well t- uh ecw versus wwe totally different motherfucker uh look at um let me see here. Let me let me think of one. Look at the Lex Luger. <laughs> I don't think Lex Luger ever had that appeal. I think he's one of those dudes that he just had a great look but didn't know what the fuck to do with it. Right. You um, know, but the point is Matt Riddle going to WWE to me is a big thing mm-hmm. and matches with him with guys like Daniel Bryan and matches with him with Finn Balor yeah. and possibly matches with with guys like um Seth Rollins. Seth, I yeah, think I those are that. those are some great matches that are possibilities. Um, I would like him and Daniel tagging up, becoming tag team champions is another thing. Right, that's I can possible. see they have right. that same. I'm not going to go off the long hair. I'm going off of just wrestling, wrestling style. Ability. Right. Okay. Um, but I think Mac Riddle going to WWE, CCW, CZW allegedly ruined it. I think. Um, but I think he's I think he's going to be a great addition to NXT. And he's definitely gonna get that California audience, that surfer mm-hmm. type. Yeah, yeah. You know, at th- he's thirty-two, but look like he's twenty-four. That's another thing. So he get, he he has a phenomenal look, and hopefully WWE doesn't dumb him down right too much because he does understand the business of professional wrestling, mm-hmm. and he understands the purpose of a character and a gimmick and making it work. But if they change his name, he's already fifty percent out the door. Right, and he's built that name. And I don't think they should call him John Smackin' the Smith or fucking Johnny Nitro or whatever the fuck they're going to give him, which is going to be horrible. Don't go into the bag. Don't go into the box. Just let him be him. Yeah, yeah. And, and this and, is where I said this is where the uniqueness got to come in. They got to let the let these let these new talents come in and just explain what you mean by unique, because I think okay, that I'll, because I'll, to me, unique don't mean shit in the business. I'll, I'll say this. Right. Because Bret Hart was not unique. No, he wasn't. He was the greatest. One of the one well, of the greatest, but one of one of the greatest. One of the greatest regarded as a technical, a technical guy, um, both heel and face. Yeah, he was, but he was no different than Kurt Henning. Mm-hmm. He was no different than Owen. He was no different from Jake Let Roberts. Let me interject. Matt Riddle don't got the it factor. I don't give a fuck what unique you put on a person. He don't got the it factor. He can perform. But that's not someone I'm going to pay to go watch. Well, it's a, it's about him now connecting with the WWE crowd, right? And and I think really that's where it all counts. I'll give I'll give an example about Unique, right? I look at Ricochet for example, mm-hmm. right? I've been following Ricochet for a 
couple of years now from PW, you know, his PWG run, his uh, run in New Japan, his run in um, pro, um, Lucha Underground. You understand? Mm-hmm. The guy is fluid movement in motion. Um, I don't, you know, I don't label him as a wrestler. To he, me, he's a glorified gym, gymnast? gymnast. Okay. And I don't think that belongs nowhere in professional wrestling. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But then again, just like all carnivals and all circuses and all zoos, you got to have something for everybody. Thus being the attraction. He's a high flyer. You're going to see all that flippity, flip, 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 flop, fly, dive, and all this other stuff. Damn, I sound like that t-shirt and meme from last year. But the guy has a has a presence inside that ring, and the guy can work. And, you know, the, the, the gymnastics, I think, don't define him, you know, but he's known for that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's putting on a great feud against Velveteen Dream, um, in NXT, and I mm-hmm. believe that he's um, now challenging um, Adam Cole for that North American Championship. Right. You know, so that's a matter of uniqueness. I really don't think that boy boy belongs in the WWE. I think he's done a disservice to himself, and he belongs where the acrobats belong, and the rest of the fucking indies, damn near breaking themselves down. Then I don't a, mean to say that. I just feel there's no reason for him to be in the WWE. Well, I mean, he's only in there because of Ray, ain't love Ray name recognition. And he better be careful. And and, and and I think they're damaging his name. Well, Ricochet, you got to think about it. He's been there, but has he been to talk? It's been Alistair Back and uh, Ch- uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Thomas um, Champia. Champia. It's been those two. Those are the... You would have thought he would have took over NXT. And that boy has been given, and I watch NXT every week, that boy has been given the opportunity to do his thing. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, he's not hes not the attraction that look, the, the people on the indie scene thought he would be. Well, look at who look who they got him going up against. They got him feuding against Velveteen Dream right about now. Yeah, but now. Velveteen Dream put helped Alistair Black get put on the fucking map. Yes, he did. So it's not about Valentin, Valentin Dream, uh, Velveteen Dream. What if it's just he's not made for that company? And that's not a bad thing because on the indie scene, he's, he's the, the most he's the talked man. about he's, dude. He's the man. And not every wrestler belongs in every company. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's in a situation. I'm not saying he's not talented. I don't think he has the proper wrestling psychology. And if you're a spot monkey, then you definitely don't have wrestling psychology. In, 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 in any 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 older wrestler, any wrestler today who's in that top tier of main event status, no, you remove 80% to 90% of your spots when you're at that. Look at Brock. Brock used to do Shooting star press and everything. Yeah, yeah, he used to do a thousand moves. Brock has learned, I only need six moves. Hogan, six moves. Mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, six, six moves. moves. Shawn Michaels, six moves. Mm-hmm. Steve Austin, four, and a broken neck. You get what I'm saying? Pretty much. The big boy, the, the greatest champions have master manipulated four to five, maybe seven moves. Undertaker, he's always been six moves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, pull, so, but pulls out eight, nine, and ten when he need to. Right. And what's the eight, nine, and ten really? A, 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 a submission, submission hold. Submission hold. It power, if you can, uh, you know, power bomb. A power, that became his finish, and then he removed it. So mm-hmm. you got to think about it. Undertaker really only got six fucking moves. Mm-hmm. And this is my. And I was thinking about writing a book on the psychology of wrestling. And the first thing is, make yourself a main eventer and remove your move set. Well, 
And when you remove the move set and you break it down to four or five moves, if you take all of the great, if you take all of the WWE, WWE champions, they simplified what they dish out and accepted everything they received. The one person I think that stood out as a main eventer with one move will always be Randy Savage. An what? elbow off the top rope. Yeah, but was it any different than Shawn Michaels' elbow off the top rope? No. Right. But think about how many moves Randy had. Right. Four? Rand- Randy had about like four. He can put somebody away with a pile driver. Right. You give it a, <laughs> you know. A body slam, a pile driver, a suplex, mm-hmm. an elbow smash to the back of the neck. Yeah. An elbow drop off the third. The, the axe handle. To That's the outside. it. Yeah. That's it. Six fucking moves. So I think people need to understand when you get to that world champion status is when you remove the moves. Um, the Rock has always been six or seven moves. Let's right. keep it real. Okay. Steve Austin has always been six or seven moves. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Three. Angle at one point was doing a lot, but then when he, he got up. that world title really fast, that boy smarting up. Chris Benoit, whether people want to mention his name or not. That man has at least 10,000 moves in his mm-hmm. repertoire, 1,001. But he broke it down to five. He broke it down to four, five, maybe six. Diving headbutt, crossface, sharpshooter. German suplex. Su- German suplex. Northern Lights mm-hmm. that he did on a regular. So when you start looking at it, I think if people are hearing my voice and hearing what we're talking about, just think about all of those world champions. Those dudes narrowed their move set down. Even Dolph Ziggler, if Dolph Ziggler break it down to just five moves and stop be, imitating the Shawn man. Michaels, he would be the man. He would be the fucking man. Um, Bobby Lashley, even when he was in TNA slash Impact, he narrowed, He had a lot of shit when he first came into WWE. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley got about six or seven moves. Now, yeah. That's the smart way to wrestle. So Ricochet, he's phenomenal, but he has ten moves. Even Alistair Black. Got six or seven moves. Yeah. So and he's in the world title picture. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, and I'm not disagreeing with. I I am disagreeing. I'm just with everybody keep it in one hundred. I mean, but, but look at the history of mid, even in New Japan, which I did not want to talk about, and I'm not going to talk about it because we got to reformat that. Mm-hmm. Okada, six moves. Drop kick. Clothesline. Clothesline. Uh. Mm-hmm. Diving elbow, if he uses it, you know, and his rainmaker, his rainmaker finish, and the tombstone, and the to- yeah, the tombstone pile driver, and his reverse cold breaker. When and and that's fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Think 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 of Kenny Omega. Five. Kenny Omega has probably the best wrestling arsenal in history. Mm-hmm. I think Kenny Omega at least knows every wrestling move in the book. Yeah, and no, he ain't get it from no fucking video game. But think about it. He's down to six moves. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles, six or seven moves. Samoa Joe. But the spot monkeys are not even this. Even even the, even the young bucks. As much high spots that they do, they only do six. But they should. But they should. And, and they should remove some of those high spots. But now take someone like the Usos. When they game change, when they narrow, they move set down and redefine their character. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to be in that main event spot. I think is learning that you don't need every fucking move to be the man. You just need the right set of moves. And I think it takes a lifetime of wrestling. And Ricochet is still young. Mm-hmm. He still has ability. And I think if he narrows it down to 
three high spots and four map moves, we'll get a new and improved Ricochet. Okay. And maybe he needed the name change in the WWE to protect his indie name. Mm. Yeah. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? And that's just I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to sway your opinion. And I don't mean to call wrestlers spot monkeys, but there does come a point like Jim Cornette would say, Oh shit, they just threw in the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. Now you've done everything. Right. And you're the first card and everybody's burnt out and they're tired. Mm-hmm. Um something I do want to talk about. New Japan wants Nakamura back. Well Did you read about that? I've read parts about it mm-hmm. you know the contract you know the contract is, is almost up for nakamura it's also up for gallows and anderson also they're staying you know what i mean um i think that with new japan probably wanting nakamura back um i guess it's because they need kind of need more heels you know but um to a degree shinsuke hadn't really finished proving himself here in North America yet. I think he, yeah, that's why I don't think he's going nowhere. And I think he got ruined with Vince not pulling the re- the, the WrestleMania trigger on him, hurt him. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So, And I think he only got this title because Jeff Hardy is hurt. And he would have, I think he has to go away for surgery soon. Yeah. Again. And I don't think that's fair that you only gave him a title because someone is injured. Mm-hmm. He should be the he should have been the w, he should be right now the WWE champion. Right. And the return match should be him and AJ at SummerSlam. Right. That would make sense. Or him and Samoa Joe, which we know those two can go. It should well, be it should be really I, Samoa I, Joe versus Nakamura. I, I mentioned that, you know. I mentioned that a while back about Nakamura and Joe going at it, you they, know, they in, still, in a title they, match. Remember, they, they tore the house down at NXT. And I told you, yeah, that and the fact that they got history from that from the original LA Dojo. See, that that's a part of history that people don't, don't remember. Know. Right. They don't remember. But, really but, but they can straight up and down build off of that phenomenal shit they did yes. in NXT. Yes, yes, they can. So yes, they can. With that being done, you you've created the video package before it was even done. You have the feud. Yeah. We know that Joe can carry the promo talk why Nakamura could be fucking quiet. Mm-hmm. That's and, what's and, important, and, and and maybe pull off a couple of things because him versus Randy, Randy can't cut. Randy's not. Randy's a great well, that's promo, a, well, but that, he can't uh, carry it. That's another thing too. Okay, so Randy's back. What what the hell is he? What are, what are they gonna do for him once Jeff is gone? See, this is so. Randy is a novelty wrestler, and I'm gonna create this category. Okay, Randy He's should be on the same schedule. He is because when he shows back up, he gets everybody immediately behind him but you gotta move fast with this motherfucker mm-hmm. you gotta immediately put him in something um we're not arguing with him and brock going up against each other we just didn't get enough of him and brock going up against each now, other now you see something right there i would rather see that than him and roman right about now because him and brock understand each other you get what i'm saying right. you gotta think about that so him and brock going up against each other I can see Randy needs to be feuding with somebody more so of a Bobby Lashley priming Lashley for that world title. Maybe that's who Lashley should take the title off of is what's his name. Let him run and become universal champion. And and see, I would have put the universal belt, the universal. I would have put the suitcase on Randy. Mm-hmm. I would have took Randy and put him away for two fucking months. Go fucking jerk off somewhere. 
And when I call you, show up and come win the world title. Because, see, they've never done that where the person walks away off the show with the suitcase. Right. Or maybe you should have gave the suitcase to Brock and let Brock show up at random and take the title, and you would have had a stronger build for Brock going into whenever. Because you could have just announced there's someone coming out and let Brock destroy everybody, have a 10-minute ladder match thing, let the person come out, then Brock comes out, destroys him, give him the briefcase, and then give him the briefcase right before. They'll have him do nothing but German suplexes onto ladders and let him go out. Then you have him walk with that title into UFC. That could have been one way to book, but Randy is someone that you can put the briefcase on mm-hmm. and tuck him away for two months. Right Now... What if he took the title off of Brock? And if you want to keep Brock st- strong, let him pin the other guy. Maybe it should turn into a four-way match. Yep. And let Randy go in between. Let Randy help Roman and let Randy protect Lashley mm-hmm. and be the person to go in between. See, now this is an interesting booking concept right here. That would work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just different. And it's it's making things worth the while and let and it's making sense yeah it's it, you know what it is because i'm not and i'm not going to say randy's an attraction but he does have when he returns people love it and i think randy's the guy you can't don't put the u.s title on him but if you're going to put a, a title on a wrestle and let him disappear let it be randy let him get the universal title and goes i'm only showing up when there is competition, since that's the way things go. Mm-hmm. And then have Randy still come out and violate people. He right. he could come out on a Raw and give you an RKO and leave. Fucking hit 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 um Finn with the RKO. Right. Hit a hit a hit a Seth with the RKO. See, and now Do- you could see you just said Seth. Now you can do a pay-per-view with him and Seth because we know they can tear the house down. Yes. They did it at the mania where Seth mm-hmm. won the title. You can now do something where Randy Orton goes up against Kevin Owens. Yes. You could do Randy and Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. You can do all of that. You can start to right the wrongs with Randy in a long-term booking, and every month, this motherfucker is performing. But you don't have him come to every Raw. Right. You don't have him come to every pay-per-view. You let Randy wrestle every other month, yeah. and we got a good Randy. But if he's there every day, then it's like, that okay, nigga is the most boring we, person on the planet. We're going to the concession machine. We're going right. to get popcorn. And and Randy needs to be kept to the point, I think as he gets older, brief. you got to protect him more. Yeah. Five-minute, six-minute matches. Yeah, brief. You know, let him, let him do like the 10-minute or so, uh, probably the furthest one. TV or maybe ten on a pay per view the pay the pay per views excuse me the events mm-hmm. uh maybe fifteen minutes maybe fifteen and now if you really want to fucking book a WrestleMania let Rock and Randy go at it one on one that's never been done and two Randy can give Rock fifteen good minutes yep they can both still out something they can both do something they're both safe wrestlers give me Randy and Rock straight up and down fifteen minutes. Let him. We should. Let we should, him beat we should the potential that. We should potential that. Hashtag that shit. Hashtag. Yeah. Randy let them versus fight Rock. for the universal title. Because who's gonna argue if Randy got the universal title? Two third generation wrestling stars going at it one on one. That would be dope. Now, when Randy does go against Samoan, let it be after next year's WrestleMania, and maybe Roman Reigns will be reformatted somehow, or like you said, the to the the back of the line scenario. Where now when he goes up against Randy, it's fresh. Mm-hmm. 
Because we never got Roman versus Randy. No. You know or, what I'm saying? Or, or Rock versus Randy maybe a few times, but just teasing. It was in a tag match at right. WrestleMania 20. Okay. I, that's the one I was at. Yeah, yeah, yeah WrestleMania, WrestleMania 20. 20 at the Garden. Mm-hmm. So Randy versus Rock for the Universal title, that can sell tickets. I think it would. And, and let Randy be that disrespectful shit. Incorporate the Rock's daughter into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? His youngest daughter, she's growing up. Let Do something a little pedophilish. Like, isn't she about to turn 18 soon? This, that, and the other. It's like, you know what I did to the last Legends daughter? Yeah, you know he what I'm could, saying? He could throw that out there. He could throw, he could throw, he could throw that out there. I think Have him be... RKO his daughter. Wow. That'd be crazy. Remember, he RKO'd old Stacey Keebler. Shit, he let him RKO the Rock's mother. Not the mother, but at least throw a drink in her face. Right. I'm tired of, let him say it, I'm tired of seeing this Samoan bitch by ringside. Every show, she's What's always that? here, she's always here. And so that's you a, need your mommy to bring you to school, she still brings you to the, you could do all types of mommy oh, but, to the oh, yard oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, wait, how about this? Hey, you know what, Rock, I got something for you. You know, your grandmother was a promoter in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. She booked my pops the wrong way, on a card. See, you can't use you're, Randy, you're, you can't use the family. You, you know, I, I'm going to tell you why you don't use Randy Orton's family, because Randy Orton's daddy's a failure. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can, if, you can, but you if can you utilize that, that, you know, booking wrong now. You, now, now you have to for, now you have to teach the audience about booking, and that's the problem. Oh, okay, yeah. They already have mm. too much of the fucking book. But throw a drink in her face. See, with the Basic. Rock's mother, you got to keep it simple. We don't need this bitch talking. We don't need Randy defending. Remember, Randy and his daddy might have been the worst thing they did to him. Mm-hmm. Remember when they paired him up with his father? Right. That wasn't a good thing. But if you throw a drink in the face, keep it simple. The Rock has not never had a f- storyline where it meant he was actually fighting for something other than the belt, his ego. Yeah, and the belt. But if you throw, but if you RKO his daughter, you throw a drink in the mother's face. You have him go to the island of Samoa. You know what I'm saying? Have him push over the rocks. Have him violate some people. This, that, and the other. You can you can do something a I, little I, I bit. I just I just saw that vignette in my head. Now now you can have it where Roman Reigns shows up and go, "Don't disrespect my family," and he's beating his ass to pay per view before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You trying to protect the Samoan dynasty? You know what I'm saying? All of, that's that's how you use Roman correctly. Right now you got Roman in a different effect. Don't disrespect my family. RKO Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. RKO to me a snooker. Shit. You get what I'm saying? How about this? Get at Naomi. No, you know why? Because you can get the Usos involved in this too. Then now. you go straight at the Usos. But you need to touch only Samoan lineage. Mm. So if you have him violate the Usos, like, yo, I took out your whole family. Now what? So now, and you don't let The Rock win. Keep Randy strong. Keep Randy strong. So now, if you want to reintroduce Roman, you reintroduce him right after he beats the fucking Rock. Right. What's the payday? The payday could be WrestleMania, but you still need the next pay-per-view to promote. Mm-hmm. What if you kept the belt on Randy, let's say, until SummerSlam that year? Then you I don't think it. Randy should have no right. belt that long. Well. <laughs> but, well, I'm just, but what I'm saying is, you can set it up to where he loses to the Rock at WrestleMania. Yeah, defend it, call it a day, 
and then the real call out right. is taken care of. That's something. Um, I want to lead into something. Um, All In just introduced their third match. Okay. Um, as we know, it's uh, Hangman Page and Janela mm-hmm. going up against each other. That's the new match they just announced. Okay. They Okada versus Marty uh Marty Scroll Marty, Marty Scroll, which is I think is gonna be a good match. Yeah. And then we still have Cody and Nick Adanis. Nick Aldis for the Aldis still title. being promoted. So this is my thing. That card not looking too strong. I don't think Okada and Scroll is the right two to put up against each other. Well, maybe so, but what about Okada versus Jericho? Well, Jericho already said he's not doing that. Oh, remember know. he he might end up in TNA. So who knows what the fuck is going on? Well, you know that's what I meant to talk to you. Bring that up. Too. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I know that there's like a couple other matches that's going to be on that card. You know, um, I know the Golden Lovers are going to be on the card. Um, as well, mm-hmm. so people are gonna tune for that. Did they say the Golden Lovers are gonna be there? Because I got a funny feeling it's just gonna be Kenny Omega wrestling himself. But there's officially only three matches announced. No other speculation. No nothing. Mm, These okay. are the three announced matches, which is, which is uh, Nick, Hangman what? Page versus Janela, Okada versus Scroll, and Aldis versus Cody. Okay. No women's match has been booked. No tag matches has been booked. That's crazy, dude. Not they didn't have no women's matches. They not even announced no women. And now, <laughs> that's crazy. And remember, the one woman that they wanted WWE signed. Right, and they was gonna probably put her against uh, Brandy. Right? If Brandy can't wrestle, she just had the major shoulder shoulder surgery, right, so right, she's right, right. out completely. So even when she's out there raising her arm and look like she's doing herself, well, just, she was definitely having an issue holding the um. The, the the six the six person tag belts. Oh, um, did she? And when the when the uh, when the Bucks and Cody won yeah, the um, she just had title. that surgery, so she, I think she going out there without the brace and then puts the brace on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, I'm not too sure, but um, there's only three matches officially now along with the announced team, and that's it. And referees, mm-hmm. you know, Earl Hebner still getting himself a paycheck. Well, you know. That's money. <laughs> that's money. So that's what's oh, going. Oh, this guy's on us also on the car too, Steve. Steve. Um. Uh. So Steve, I'm going um, off for of what Steve, they 100 confirmed. This guy, um, Hamel, um, Green Arrow. He might not be allowed to because of the insurance package for the t- the TV show Arrow right. that he's filming. Mm-hmm. You gotta remember Hollywood takes. Remember how like, The Rock can't wrestle sometimes, right? Because of insurance, that might be something they're doing with him. Mm-hmm. So who knows what the insurance will allow him to do? And he's definitely not in between seasons. He's in the current f- season, current, eight. right? But you're absolutely right regarding um uh, regarding those three matches right there. Yeah. So there's something I want to bring up, and I, I you know, I, I don't want to talk about Takahashi New Japan, but I do want to talk about situations going on so um takahashi got flown back to japan Mm -hmm. leaving the states he has been bedridden in the hospital and not moving and not being allowed to move for like since he's been back yeah and it's been like over 20 days since he's been in the hospital right um that's not a good sign in my personal opinion with neck injuries um and i don't want people i brought this up on another podcast i'm not trying to be mean I'm not trying to be foul. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But there's an insurance issue. When you get hurt in any scenario and a company has insurance on you, not on you, when they have an insurance on an event or you're in a slip and fall in a building or whatever the incident is, the insurance company 
whether you're from the United States or not, 100% takes care of everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to, and, and, and if they can prove it, they can prove it. But right now, let's keep it real. You motherfuckers might not have no insurance at that show. Mm. I'm, I got into an injury recently. My medical bills was 350000 plus. The insurance company paid for everything. When you look at something like that, when you when when you look at something like that, why wasn't he taken care of in the states? They can't turn you away. They will find insurance for you. Mm-hmm. So did you not get these guys the proper working papers coming into the states? Did you not get the insurance for these guys? Because there's no reason why you had to sneak him back on a plane. He shouldn't have been on a plane flying. Sixteen hours sitting upright, and he hasn't left the hospital because he's bedridden. Based off the injury, that's not a good sign. Now we came, me and you came up in the anything where you signed a fucking waiver, and the waiver was a list of like one through fifty, and you just signed it, and you hoped that he put that on somewhere or he used that as an illusion, right? <laughs> and I, I would say more so, he used it as an illusion just I mean, in case he had to staple it onto the back of something later. Well, listen, because of that, a good friend of mine's fractured his neck i remember and you know, he put and, and a he rat kept, and he, he put and something on his neck and pushed him out the building it was like just put ice on it just put ice just put ice on it but myself and a couple other friends we all went to the hospital that night when uh you know when uh when, when our boy got hurt mm. you know what i mean um i'm not gonna go into names but if y'all guys know my voice y'all know what i'm talking about and those that probably know the story y'all know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. but um you know, this kid had a promising career mm-hmm. in professional wrestling. If he would have chose to keep going, you after know, it. if he, if he decided to do it, but right. you know, the fracture of the neck, you know, became a reality check to him, and it's um, it was a sad state of affairs because again, this was um, a talent that had potential to do so many great things in in the business. The same thing also happened, and I'll, and I'll touch on it again. Same thing happened to um, another 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 local talent from from Brooklyn. Uh, Brandon Kaplan, Spiral, the late, the late Spiral, who just recently passed away, uh, um, last year, you know. From what exactly? Um, paralysis from from the injury from from injury from injury inside the ring. And let me ask you a question. Not that you remember, but when this happened inside that training place we uh we used to wrestle at. Not that the place means anything or this that you know. I'm just bringing it up. Um, there was no insurance to pay for that. No. This kid had to come out of his own fucking pocket, his, which he his, did not have the money for. Well, his father had to come out of his pocket because right. he was still under his his parents' insurance at the time. So look how crazy it was probably shot. The premium up, all of that shit, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I know we talked about it before. And we had a phone conversation, and you was like, Dietrich, nah, this, that, and the other. They got to have insurance. And I said, I'm telling you. And all things lead back to them not having insurance. And it should be a it should be mandatory. If you're going to have a wrestling show, you should have an insurance package for that event. I mean, because if you run a show here in the United if you if you just for example, you run a show here in New York, you gotta make sure that there's EMTs there. 
So you got to have insurance for that. You got to have insurance for the building. Let's, you got to have that insurance inside for on, the room. Let's keep it real. 99.9% of these motherfuckers they don't, don't got it. this insurance. The wrestling commission is not real. Vince McMahon exposed that many years ago. It's this the athletic commission is not fucking real. It's just an office. They cannot charge you for nothing. They cannot do nothing. It's an imaginary system. I don't mean to jump in there, but people held this athletic commission shit up, and the athletic commission is nothing. There is no mayor's office stamp of approval. There is no this. There is no that. That shit is bullshit. There is no such thing. The wrestling licenses that people were getting getting was just an office that was handing them out. You went and got one at one point. I had it for like I had it for two years, man. It's not real. The athletic commission is not real. If there was a real athletic commission, the mayor's office would recognize it. The governor's office would well, recognize it. Well, that's where. Well, it's supposed it's the state athletic commission. So and they got proof. I mean, we know they got proven that right. they weren't real. So the only persons, you know, promote the only the promoters. Are the only ones that can run shows with a promote with a, with a promoter's license. And again, another imaginary system. Well, you know, well, in order for them to run a show here, they can't outlaw it. So Home. they got to deal. They got to deal with the commission like that somehow. Right, but you got to think about it. How many shows are being had? There is no promoter's license. Let me tell you what it is. Let me tell you what a promoter is. I go to the club. I ask the owner, "Can I have a party?" I'm now a promoter. Mm-hmm. It's no different with the wrestling scene. I just interviewed to become the, the, the night I had interviewed to become the nightlife mayor for New York City. The process that you go through for shit like that mm-hmm. is not what you call it. But when you start dealing with the mayor's office, you start seeing what's what and what's not. There is there is no such thing as a promoter's license. The building gotta have insurance and it's just that simple. So does the Cow Palace have insurance? Does did the Cow Palace make these guys get a temporary insurance lien? Did you did you say, hey, make sure you got insurance for the event? Kanye West goes on tour and his insurance for the, the tour. Mm-hmm. Think about that. A music artist who's not throwing himself on his back, performing all over the world, and there's fucking insurance on movie sets. Obviously, right. there's insurance, mm-hmm. but what? So, so it's time for a system to be created, a real system through the mayor's office, through the governor's office. Where if you're going to have a sports event, there must be insurance. Right. This is why Vince doesn't want a fucking union. I mean, you get what I'm yeah, saying. Get, this is why it, he doesn't want a fucking union. Because get it. how did he run the garden if there was such, such thing as a what you call it? And he didn't. The biggest company in the world was able not to. It, it, people oh, need to start uh, looking not, realistically like he, at it. He actually did have to. He did actually have to go through the commission to do shit. Nah, I'll, he I'll proved be, it. He, I'll, I'll, I'll be frank with you to a certain degree. When I went through to um go get my license in uh, 99, I sat up in the office and I spoke with the secretary at that time. Her name was Eva. I dealt with her directly when it came down to the transactions of getting my license. I saw licenses, copies of licenses of various wrestlers there um, you know, in order for them to perform within the state of New York. I've seen, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go into names, but I can just tell you that there was quite a bit of guys, you know, who's who's had their who got their licenses when they were working in the state of New York. I got you, but it's not a real license. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what's that ID that they created that's still not a real real ID that they created for immigrants? The New York ID? 
Now it's being labeled as non-real ID. Shit. You give it, and people was running to go get them. It's a register system. It wasn't a real fucking ID. It was a registry system. Now, and if you look at it, yeah, you might have known who guys who got their license, but the state athletic commission, and I've been through their whole website over the course of years, over and over and over and over again. All they can do is say, this is an event. This is an event. The last time they was, and, and mind you, it wasn't even the state athletic commission that was holding the UFC back from coming to New York City. It was the mayor's office that was holding it back. It was the governor's office. They, when they brought, and when they said to Dana White, something, something, and someone wrestling fan said, oh, is the state athletic commission doing it? He's, they can't do shit to me. Mm. So a lot of people over the, I know you probably went and filed for one and you got this, that, and the other. It's not a real license. And I've, I've always, that's why I never got it. I never, I was like, wait a second, this shit is not real. I have family who worked in the mayor's office. Like, that shit is not the State Athletic Commission. It's just two people in a fucking office with a woman by the phone. That's it. And a lot of people, and, and right here, I just pulled up the State Athletic Commission. And it, again, it's still two people. One is a medical doctor. It's two medical doctors that run it. That's it. Okay. That's it. There's there's, there's no one else. And, 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 what it, and let's look at the policy has nothing to do with wrestling the policies are rules and regulations and boxing gloves well that's they where stop, they come in right at, the weight of gloves that's all so they, like, they say nothing about professional wrestling yet. just no nothing in there okay. commission bulletins use of braces and sleeves which means uh knee braces and stuff in sports flags and banners um Seats for ring size physician and combat events. WWE has never been a combat event. Mm -hmm. It's entertainment. Disclosure of use in drugs and medical supplements, which means if people are getting shots like uh, cortisone and this, that, and the other. Ambulance for combat sports events. Boxing officials, fees and schedules. Weigh-in procedures. Selection of officials. Pro-am events. Locker room and ring access. You get what I'm saying? So all of this official composition, boxing gloves, the New York State Championship title, which a lot of people know is a boxing title, mm -hmm. um, therapeutic use, and commission bulletin. Well, they used to have a, a New York State Wrestling Championship, too. Nah, I'm looking at the history. They only acknowledge... I'm looking, I've been on this website 50 times over the okay, course of but 10 I'm, years. But I'm just saying, though, title histories... They used to have a, a wrestling championship. Based and on I bet you it was a mat wrestling title. No, it was a professional wrestling title. They don't recognize no professional. When I put in professional wrestling over the course of years, they re they don't even recognize it. And I'm pretty sure I could make a phone call. I'm going to make a phone call and go up there and even talk to them. Because I want people to understand it's it's, it's only designed around NBA, NFL, and boxing. Okay. And, and not surely baseball. Yeah, in order to compete for the New York State title, it must be funded separately, commissioned, blah, 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 blah. The only title they recognize is what you call it. So have the, if it, it might have been people who were saying this was that, but everything uh, must be capable of competing in top level state within New York State, evidenced by boxer or recent level of opposition, 
must have it boxed at least one time. Okay. That's well, here's 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 the catch. This is what I found. Now, this was uh but it also kind of coincides with what you were saying. This was a world's championship title wrestling wise. Mm-hmm. Um for um New York for New York State. Mm-hmm. It ran from 1929 to 1934. So it was only like uh 5 years. Before this, commissions was probably even this, created. No, this was this was during the commission. So now let's look how old the New York State Athletic Commission is. Um cuz these cuz this is let me go here cuz this is what this is uh, and we're on and this for people know I'm on dot, uh, I'm on dos.newyork.gov which is their official website. Mhm. So now Okay, let's see here. New York State Wrestling Commission created 1960. New York State Athletic Commission. Athletic Commission, 1960. Wow. Okay. Point well taken. I've been schooled. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not trying to... You know what it is? I just don't want people to think that... I want people... When I leave this microphone, I want people to know that we hit them with accurate information. Mm -hmm. It's the God on the truth. Like you said, it's about... It's about facts. It's about what it's about. It's definitely about... Fact finding. That's what it comes down to. Right. And I want to double check one more thing. You know, it's just, I don't, and when Vince said it, I never forget he said that on Bob Costa's show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why the fuck would he say that? And that was almost 20 something years ago. Right. And ever since then, I have been on that. I was, I've been trying to figure it out, figure it out. Cause he was very prominent when he said that about the New York State Athletic Commission. Um, it's crazy. New York State Athletic Commission. And let me double check. Now, they do have... Here we go. Let's see. New York State Athletic Commission. Boom, boom, boom. Sorry for the silence, people. Me uh, me and Mark is getting down to the bottom of this shit. Right. Um, okay. New York City Athletic Commission was founded in 1920 when Walker Law legalized prize fighting, National Boxing Association. Mm-hmm. That was it. It was established in 1921 by the United States uh, to counter influence the New York State uh, to, to to counter the influence of the New York State of the New York State SAC. Let's see. The NBA recognized different boxers of the world. It was always built around protecting boxing, okay. especially 1927 and 1940. In 1962, the National Boxing Alliance, a.k.a. the NBA, right, the National boxing became the World Boxing Association, blah, blah, blah. So it was never designed for wrestling. It was always designed just for boxing. I think wrestler promoters was using it as a gimmick to control of a wrestling promoters okay. and allegedly scare them out. Mm. That's my personal opinion. And when you're trying to control a territory, you want to scare someone out. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty for people much. don't know, I'll put the links in the description of the show. It's time for people to learn what that is. Um, even in P, I'm looking at it for the State Athletic Commission of PA. 
it's it's all it's it's based around boxing. Wow, it's all based around boxing. That's when, and and when the UFC was coming in, they were saying that the sport was too dangerous. That's why they had to create regulated gloves and weighted gloves and this and that mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. So because they called they considered that extreme fighting, right? Yeah. Because of the bad rap that it was getting. Yeah. So now it's officially. Act 32 of 1992, the Boxing Act. And it says boxing slash MMA from 1992. Wow. When they started introducing it. Effective May 13th, 1992. Act 32 of 1992. So So people can go look at it. The PDFs are there. And I'm going to put links to this in the description box. So someone tries to come to... I think that was the old way of promoters enforcing and enforcing and enforcing on the wrestlers. Hey... You want to work this show, you got to have a license. You got to have this. You got to have that. If you don't have a license and you're working a show, you're... Yeah, or you're doing this. Or if you don't have a license, I don't have to pay you as much. Or if, or you, this, or, that, you, know. or if you have a license and you're working an, uh, uh, a, a, an exhibition show, you can get your license taken away from you. Yeah, which is an imaginary fucking license. You know what I'm saying? So here it is. The proof is in the NewYorkState.gov system. is in the PA.gov system. I'll put all the links in the description. It's just something for people to really pay attention and listen to. Right. I don't want people to think I'm being a hateful bastard, but I, you know, those were things I hated that they would do when we were younger. Right. And they would say, you need this and you need that. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's not real. Yes, it is. All right. I had a mother who worked for the New York City Law Department. I remember I would ask her, she would bring me to uh, libraries or systems in it and let me look mm-hmm. and get information. I was look. I have a for people who don't know a piece of personal information. I didn't want to do homework at one time, and my father made me write out the fucking Constitution from front to back. And from that day forward, I was allowed not to bring homework home, and I had them take it out the grade. My mom's had them take it out the grade, but from front to back. The reason why I'm so law heavy and legal heavy, when I was eleven, no, twelve, going on thirteen, nineteen ninety two, my father made me write out the United States Constitution, the American Constitution, and common sense. And if the word was misspelled, I had to go back and rewrite the page. Wow, you talked about Tom Locke, John Locke's common sense. Wow. Yeah. we That's what we had to write, and we had to comprehend it, and we had to break it down, but I wasn't trying to do no homework. I didn't see the purpose of bringing homework home. Mm-hmm. So he goes, all right, I'll let you not do homework, but guess what? You're going to write this out. Father was a, a Marine. He believed in this, that, and the other. That and the motherfucking dictionary. We had to write that stuff out. You don't want to do homework? I'll, I'll quarterback you all the way on not doing homework. Mm-hmm. But guess what you're going to write out? So he always said, yo, if there's, he, he's part of the reason why I'm very heavy on research. And people be like, this nigga Dietrich don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> and then I mean, times that me and you had called, I say, hold on, Mark. Let me just let me bring let me, this up to you. Let me bring this up, boom, boom, boom. So it's not me trying to be right. It's me going. This is what I, it states. This is what it states. And I think a lot of wrestlers got violated. I think you could have caught 10 times the amount more paydays. But if you want to control the wrestler, you make them believe there's something bigger. Mm-hmm. And now you got these wrestlers, this insurance thing, I don't think they had insurance. And it bothers me. And I, I really, I'm going to reach out to the president of New Japan. And see if we can have that conversation with him or we can get on a Skype phone quest. That's one of the only things I'll Skype in. Right. You know, remember, I'm against interviews, but him? You'll talk to him. We need, not not me, we need to talk to him. Okay. Well, and let's see if we can get it popping. Yeah, and I'm going to also, we're going to, I think we should reach out to the New York State Athletic Commission 
and let and do an episode with them and let them sit right here on this couch and have them break down what really represents and why rep- wrestling is not a part of the system. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe it's simple. They've always recognized it as entertainment. And this is why Vince said, my father was in the wrestling business. I'm in sports entertainment. You ever notice Vince always said that? Yes. He's always been in sports said entertainment. that. Oh, that's my father's business. My business is sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yes, wrestling is a part of the show, but it's a sports entertainment show. You get what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah, you know, so I didn't mean to, I hope I didn't hurt you with it oh, hurt no, your heart no, like no, yeah no. i got the yeah because I, I, I mean because like you know i'm gonna be frank with you man because like shit i was one of them dudes that went out there and fucking had to go take physicals and all that shit to get that license and pay that money that now to get it is there some day. type of license you probably applied for yes it was probably... a professional it was a professional wrestling license right but that's not a real license well, I, I realize it now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not a real. Well, license. hopes and dreams were shattered. Damn it! God damn it! Yeah, so it's one of those things where people. I think it was a psychological control. It was like uh, a boxer being told not to have sex before the fight, but then you got boxers who had sex before the fight and they went in fights. Pretty it much. was. It's like Mike Tyson said. Everything was done to control the mind of the boxer because you wanted him in your state, mm-hmm. not in his, not in his state. Right. So, it's it's so fucked up. So, because I got friends who have wrestled in the Olympics. Uh huh. Ain't no license for that. Well, of course not. But it's freestyle Greco Roman. Yeah, but that is that is real professional that's real, wrestling. That's real wrestling, right? That's real wrestling. You got these motherfuckers who are qualifying for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. What what application are they filling out with the athletic commission? None. None. So if the if the true and no disrespect to professional wrestling. But if the true students of the game, of the rawest form of wrestling, the original Olympic sport, mm-hmm. the first Olympic sport, mm-hmm. wrestling, yep. if they don't fill out licenses, what I don't know you th- what the fuck y'all talking about. Well, anyway. I learned something new today, man. Yeah. Uh, people, we thank you for listening to Wrestlers With Experience. I, I'm going to try to make sure I give you guys facts. I am definitely putting all those links in the description Word. so you so, can go look it up because this argument needs to be put to rest on a large scale. This general show also became a learning lesson, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And, 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 a, learn, and, a, a, a teachable moment. And like I tell people, if you stand toe-to-toe with me, you better argue with facts because I don't do speculation. I don't do maybe they would. Nah, nigga, here's the facts. <laughs> Act 32, 1992, the Boxing Act. PA. Learn about that. Commission Bulletin 2015-1. Look it up. You don't believe it? Go down to 123 Williams Street, Brooklyn, Manhattan, New York, New York. 10038. Yeah, go look it up. Mm-hmm. Go, st- go talk to David Berlin, the executive director. Oh, yeah. And Governor Andrew M. Cuomo. Yeah, that's the man whose name is on it. Go look that shit up. It's all about boxing. Weighted gloves, 10 rounds. Has nothing to do with wrestling. Stop the bullshit. You promoters back in the day violated all these young cats. You fucking cut off 50% of their careers. You motherfuckers think we don't know? Nigga didn't have his license, so you was only able to give him $10 for the match? How true is that? Facts. And if the nigga did have a license, you didn't have a spot for him anyway. Any way to pay the per- the wrestler less. 
The wrestler is no different than a prostitute. The bitch gets the least amount of value for her pussy, not the most amount of value. It's about how many times you can get that hoe out on the street at night, not how comfortable she is mm-hmm. and how much and, and on, on the night. Of professional wrestler is no different than a prostitute when I say that because you want that bitch out there at all times, taking every bump, taking every hit. Mm-hmm. And if she don't do it, you find a way to keep her from doing it. What's the pimp's code? Bitch, don't you ever look me in the eyes, look down. Yes, professional wrestling in the past has violated young men in the same way. I say that comfortably and truly. Mark, I thank you for another great show. Oh, no doubt, my brother. Thank you for allowing me to once again grace this microphone and to spit my shit, but also learn some shit. Right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, also download Wrestlers with Experience on iTunes and Google Play only mm-hmm. also download our other podcast which is called the important nobodies with myself dietrich davis daisha hicks and justin maloney which is available on google play and podcast video versions of the show will be coming in late september so bear with us Word. that's when we're going to distribute all our video content um i'm building up uh packages this that and the other if you guys want to advertise on the show email me at team ddod at gmail.com right also if you want have questions for the show or have any comments or want to discuss or argue back and forth with us because we're petty enough to do it so email us at team ddod at gmail.com right i thank you guys for listening we appreciate you I'm Dietrich Davis. And I'm Mark Morell. And have a great evening or afternoon. And our job is to help you get you through the work day or the evening. If you're angry at professional wrestling, we're angry right with you. If you love it, we love it right with you. If you dislike it, we dislike it right with you. And we'll hate on you too if we don't agree with you. Thank you so much. <laughs>